This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 25th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The crime rate in Venezuela is rising. Murders in Venezuela, according to the New York Times, now claim more lives than drug war violence in Mexico. Venezuela is a much smaller country. The statistics stand in stark contrast to those in Colombia, where crime has fallen markedly in recent years. Juan Carlos Hidalgo, project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute, explains part of the disparity. Venezuela stopped publishing murder statistics in 2003. How do we know uh, how many murders are being committed in Venezuela now? Because they keep keeping statistics, uh, and these statistics have been uh, leaked to them to NGOs and from there to uh, the media. So that's why we know that the number has been increasing dramatically in the last few years, uh, and the numbers are staggering. Uh, for example, the murder rate in Venezuela back in 1998, when President Chavez came to power, was 19 murders per 100,000 inhabitants. Now it's 49. Uh, murders per 100,000 inhabitants. That means that during the whole period where since President Chavez has been in power, around 118,000 Venezuelans have been killed. That's like a fifth of the DC population, just to put it in terms of, of, of the United States. And according to the New York Times, since 2007, more murders in Venezuela than people being killed in Mexico related to uh, drug war violence there? Actually, if you look at the numbers in Mexico, the numbers in Mexico have increased uh, since 2006, of course, when President Felipe Calderón declared war against uh, narco-traffickers. But if you look at the numbers, the, per, the, the murder rate per 100,000 inhabitants, it is not that high. It's like 14 per uh, 100,000 inhabitants because Mexico is a very large country and the violence there is concentrated in, in certain cities like uh, Ciudad Juarez, for example. It's spreading, though, but it's not as bad as, as, as Caracas, for example. The murder rate in Caracas is 200 per 100,000 inhabitants, which is by far the most dangerous city in the world. So even if you focus on the areas of most intense uh, violence... Venezuela is far worse than Mexico. Yes, it's far worse than Mexico, and it has uh, it has uh, passed um, Colombia also when it comes to crime. Colombia, remember, Colombia back in the eighties and the nineties was regarded as the most dangerous place in Latin America. But if you look at the murder rates since President Uribe came to power in two thousand two, they have dropped dramatically, almost by half. Whereas the murder rate in, in, in Venezuela has increased by 50% in the last decade. So uh, obviously we now have here in, in, in Latin America the most dangerous place on earth in Venezuela. And just recently, a newspaper in Venezuela, after Hugo Chavez went to all the trouble to seize so much of the media uh, in that country, published uh, images of just bodies essentially stacked up. Yes, El Nacional, which is the leading newspaper of Caracas, published uh, in his cover uh, the gruesome picture of around 12 bodies stuck in a morgue in Caracas, bloody uh, bodies uh, of people just being killed, in order to prove how bad the situation is. And that had a very strong media impact. 
because immediately the government, or one judge at least, but let's remember that the judiciary in Venezuela is controlled by, by the government, by, by Hugo Chavez, issue an order to have uh, this newspaper and other newspapers in, in the country banned from publishing any pictures of crime scenes or, or crime-related uh, stories in, for the next month. Uh, which shows how, how strong an impact they have for the government of Chavez. I remember that Hugo Chavez has a very important election in September with the legislative uh, camera being renewed in, in its totality. So uh, this perception that crime is out of control in Venezuela, which it is, is not helping him at all in order to try to rally his, his voters uh, for the election. Also, it is interesting to know that at first... When, when crime started picking up in, in Venezuela, the major victims were the middle classes and the high classes. Those, those, those people were the most terrorized by the rising crime. But in the last couple of years, this crime has been affected disproportionately the lower classes, which is what Hugo Chavez, this is the base of Hugo Chavez, the politi his political base. So that's, uh, that's hurting him the most because finally people from lower classes are finally uh, realizing that the promise of a socialist revolution in, in, in practice has, uh, has, came to be, has come to be uh, more crime and more insecurity. Media throughout the rest of Latin America has become increasingly skeptical of Hugo Chavez. What have intellectuals uh, said most recently, people who maybe just if even a few years ago were defending Hugo Chavez. Has there been any uh, turning uh, of the tide in the intellectual sentiment toward Hugo Chavez? It's not that they criticize him openly, but at least they're not defending him anymore, which is quite the, the signal that things have changed a lot in Venezuela. It's impossible in these years, in these uh, times of, of new media, of internet and so on, when you find out about the consequences of censorship, about arresting political dissidents, about chasing people who oppose your government, it's very difficult for intellectuals and for, for, for people to defend that kind of regime. And I think that's, that's happening with Hugo Chavez in Latin America. Juan Carlos Hidalgo is a project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org and elcato.org.